Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today we are going to be talking about all of the events from Tuesday, December 7th through today, which is Thursday, December 9th of 2021. So there wasn't a whole lot that happened on Tuesday. So here we go again with like three days worth of events. Um, In all honesty, I probably still should have recorded yesterday, but I haven't actually been tired for a couple of weeks. And yesterday, for some reason, I was just exhausted. So I took what I needed to do. Um, I have a little bit of a new schedule in my life. Not a lot, like no big changes. Um, But I've taken today because I no longer work my day job on Thursdays, which is lovely. Um, I mean, today was the first day I haven't done this, but like, eh, it was great. Um, so I've really gotten my head on straight. I have a plan going forward, even though like it's weird because like we only have another week left of the podcast for the year really. Um, but I have was really motivated to get it done today instead of just struggling through the next week. Um, so we're just doing the whole thing and then hopefully this thing that I have done will help propel me well into 2022 and this podcast and just all the things. So, um, yeah, it was an interesting kind of week again, um, or the past three days, busy things, big things. Um, but just a little bit of an update on where we are at. So obviously I'm recording today. This goes up on Friday. I will be recording tomorrow night. Um, the episode focused on Princess Amalia of the Netherlands and like her events surrounding her 18th birthday. So, um, we're not going to talk about that in the Dutch Royal Family segment, just so you know, like those events and pictures and all of that will be in their own episode, um, that goes out on Saturday. And then on Saturday I will be recording, um, the Nobel Prize special episode. So that will be focused both on the Nobel Prize in Stockholm and the Nobel Peace Prize in Oslo, uh, both of which are happening on the 10th. Um, so we will just be doing special episodes and then I will, we'll see if I need to record on Sunday um, without, you know, We'll see what what that looks like. Um, If not, expect another episode to come out next Tuesday. Um, You know, it's just kind of a a guessing game every every day right now. Um, Because even if things are are scheduled right now, and we'll talk about this, they're getting canceled um, because of where we're at. So... um, Yeah, so we are just going to jump right in. We are going to start with the Belgian royal family. Belgium. 
in Belgium, there was, um, there were no events on Wednesday or Tuesday or Wednesday, uh, just nothing. And then all of a sudden today, there were a couple of different things. The one I'm not entirely sure if it happened. Um, it says it happened, but then I like kind of skimmed through the video and like, there was no royal presence, but maybe he was just watching. I don't know. Um, but today King Philippe was supposedly attending the Bel, uh, I think it's like Belgian Odyssey prize ceremony or award. Um, I'm not entirely sure if that's correct, but this is a competition that, um, partners young, uh, journalist, like aspiring journalists um, and they compete I think in pairs and then they can win the prize I think I don't really know um, I tried to do as much research as I could on this because I was like well you know Belgium had two events and they were both today let's give them some time at least in the in the episode um, but I couldn't really figure this one out uh, I tried really hard but I don't think I succeeded um, but it is a journalistic competition that is um, supported by the Prince Philippe Foundation, um, and he attends every year. So this was probably supposed to be held in person, but due to the situation that we have all found ourselves in with the COVID situation again, um, it was pretty... Uh, virtual, like entirely virtual. So that's okay. Um, you know, at least it was still able to happen. Um, but yeah, completely virtual ceremony there. Uh, so that's what was going on for King Philippe. And then also today, Queen Mathilde, uh, visited a dairy farm, which I found incredibly interesting. Um, but she was there to meet with female farmers about, um, female entrepreneurship, specifically in the agriculture and food industry. Um, she also was able to, of course, tour the farm um, and learn some about, some about their um, like climate sustainability that they are practicing within the farm that she visited. So that was kind of cool. Um, and yeah, that's what was going on. Um, you know, that, that's about it. <laughs> uh, things are just really strange right now in the world of, uh, well, just in the world. Um, but specifically in the royal watching world, it's like, things are just getting canceled. Like, a lot. Um, and it's really sad. And it's not like I'm surprised. I mean, I've been seeing this coming for a while. Um, but then, like, also at the same time, things are still happening that I feel like, okay, but if this is getting canceled, why is this still happening? It's just a very weird place to be. Um, so anyway, that's what was going on in Belgium. I'm not entirely sure what their calendar looks like for the next couple of days, but hopefully, uh, we'll get something from them at least next week, uh, before I go on break. But again, we'll see if that actually happens. It's just hopeful. And I'm still very hopeful that next week is Christmas card week for everybody. Uh, just because, you know, that'd be nice, um, to be able to talk about Christmas cards while I'm still 
recording. Uh, but if not, maybe I'll include them in the highlights. So anyway, uh, that's what was going on in Belgium. So now let's go ahead and move over to the British royal family. Tuesday in the UK was a very, uh, I like to call them a ceremonial day, where a lot of the events taking place are just uh, very official, traditional type events. Um, so we had a few of those and then a few, like, cool things. Um, so first, Queen Elizabeth held a virtual audience with the new ambassador of Somalia from, uh, to the UK, actually to the court of St. James. It's one and the same, but still. Um, so of course she is still doing virtual ceremonies for this where she is at Windsor, um, on a computer and the ambassador, our ambassador is at Buckingham. Um, and that is how they are meeting right now. Uh, that is for logistical reasons and also safety for COVID. Um, again, especially now. Um, so that was her event. Uh, and then the Duchess of Cornwall hosted a reception, I think, at Clarence House to celebrate um, the 70th anniversary of The Archers, which is a BBC radio show. Um, so it is like an old form radio performance. Um, it runs like 15 minutes, or it used to run 15 minutes, now it runs 12. Um, but it runs about 15 minutes. Um, and it runs five days a week and it's just keeping up with like a rural family, uh, situation in the UK. Um, and I don't know, I just think it's kind of cool. Um, so it was their 70th anniversary. Um, Camilla made a speech today or on Tuesday talking about the show and how long she's been a fan. She mentioned she can't remember not listening to the show. Um, which is kind of crazy because, I mean, it's literally just, like, as a little younger than she is, so she probably has been listening to it forever. Um, she also, um, to mark the 60th anniversary, so 10 years ago, actually did a cameo appearance in The Archers, which I thought was really cool. Um, so I just think this was, like, an all-around fun thing for her. I love it. Um, kind of reminds me of, like, when Queen Elizabeth just visited Coronation Street set, which is, a like, the longest-running soap opera in the UK, um, possibly in the world. Coronation Street has been running for a very, very long time. Um, but she... I don't know. I just love that Camilla did this. It was great. Um, and then the Duke of Cambridge had two events on Tuesday. So he held an investiture at Windsor. Um, and then later on in the day, he met with the winners of the Radio 1 Teen Hero competition. Um, so he, not really a competition. I think it was like nomination um, and then awards for various... Uh, achievements for these teenagers. So they were able to come to Kensington and talk to the Duke of Cambridge about um, their award and why they wanted and what their achievements are. So that was kind of cool. Um, 
So that was Tuesday. On Wednesday, uh, the Duchess of Cornwall visited Trinity Hospice to mark their 130th anniversary. Um, she also performed the tree lighting for the tree at Trinity, um, which was very cool. Also, like, I'm loving all the festive things. Like, obviously, in in just a second, we're going to talk about the Christmas Carol concert. Um, But then, like, there's just been a lot of tree lightings. And and by a lot, I mean two. But, like, it's just very fun. Um, So that was Wednesday morning. Wednesday evening was the Duchess of Cambridge's... um, Christmas Carol concert that was hosted at Westminster Abbey. Um, so it highlights, the concert highlights kind of the challenge of the past two years, year, um, at Christmas time, especially where, you know, last year, very specifically, we couldn't be together. Um, and this year, at least when this was being planned, we could, um, you know, Christmas is still a little ways away. And, uh, it's, who knows what that's going to look like. Um, but so it highlights some of the charities and the projects that she has been working on. So, um, they've released some photos. So one of the attendees was little Mila, who was a finalist of the hold still, um, photo, um, competition. And then now is, you know, part of it. And then they... Mila has had, I think, cancer, um, and so she had, like, this really powerful story, and then she met Kate in Scotland over the summer, and then she was able to come to Westminster Abbey last night. Now, mind you, this girl is five, so she's traveling with her family, but still, I love it, um, and she showed off, you know, like, it's just about the past year of well, basically two years at this point, but of, like, trials and just challenges and being so separate um, versus where we are now. Um, I don't know. It's just, it was really sweet. Um, So she, of course, was there because she's the host, um, but then the Duke of Cambridge also attended to be in a support capacity. There's rumor that he has done one of the readings. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, the concert will, was recorded, but will air on Christmas Eve on the British channel ITV. Um, so I don't know if that'll be made available if you're out of the UK, but, um, I'm sure that somehow it will exist. Um, so that was on Wednesday. Also just cannot wait for that Christmas concert whatsoever to see it all. Um, And then Thursday, so that is today, uh, the Prince of Wales attended an Advent service at a uh, church in Brompton um, where he attended the service and then learned more about the church's outreach work, um, including their Love Your Neighbor initiative, which is currently doing a lot of work to provide gifts and assistance to families in need during the holiday season. Um, so that is what was going on in the British royal family. Of course, they had something every day, um, because they're the British royal family. Um, but that is what was going on there. So now let's go ahead and move over to Denmark. 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 
in Denmark, Wednesday was uh, the, the day with events. Um, literally, like, the only day with events. Um, so, first, Crown Prince Frederick opened a new sports and culture campus. So, this I'm learning, this is what Scandinavia calls, like, rec centers or... Uh, there is no direct U.S. comparison unless maybe, like, New York. Um, but it's kind of similar to, like, a YMCA that has, like, different things to do. So, like, here where I live, the, the YMCA has, like, meeting rooms and it has a gym and some of them have pools. Um, it's a community center, but, like, amazing. Um, so he was able to tour, um, the community center. So this includes, like, the town's library. Um, it includes a soccer pitch made of, like, astroturf. Um, there was a rock climbing section. There are meeting rooms. Like, there's just a lot of different things. So, I mean, it's very, it's the easiest thing to call it a community center. Um, like, I have one of those nearby that is, is similar enough to this. Um, but there's just, like, lots of different things to do. Um, so that is what Frederick was doing. And then Crown Princess Mary attended um, a Christmas reception for the Cancer Society held at a local hospital in Copenhagen. Um, so this is an annual event with the Cancer Society, which Mary is a patron of. Um and is an organization that supports uh, young adults, so people 15 to 29, so kind of adults, um, to in their cancer journey, um, which is, you know, really, really important. Um, and so they held this Christmas party event um, where they were just able to, like, have a good time. Um, Mary was there, obviously, as patron, but, like, she was able to talk to patients and learn more about their situation if they wanted to share, and if not, like, just have a good time and take everybody's mind off of everything. Um, so those were the events on Wednesday. And then we get to today where things are just getting canceled left and right. Um... So, basically, the rest of the week's events for Denmark and into next week have been canceled. Um, those are just not going to go on. And they also announced that the New Year's receptions would not be taking place in 2022. Which is... Possibly the most sad cancellation I've had so far. Um... And this is, this is because of one specific reason for me. Um, one, this is, like, a really cool event. And I haven't been able to talk about it yet on this podcast. So I did start this podcast in January of 2020, um, in January of 2020. But um, I started it, like, the second week of January instead of the first. First, um, it was something I was toying around with and then just like one day was like, okay, stop thinking about it. Just do it. Um, and so I did, but I had missed the new year's receptions. 
um, of Denmark, and that was super duper sad. Um, yeah, just, like, very sad. But it's okay. Um, so they announced that those have been canceled. I am now expecting Queen Margrethe's Jubilee events to get canceled. Um, I'm not, yeah, because that's also in January. So maybe they can postpone it, but I don't know how, because then you're fighting with the Platinum Jubilee in the UK. Um, but I'm hoping that maybe that just is just postponed until like the summer months. Um, yeah, it just, there's a lot of cancellations going on in Denmark and I expect the same from pretty much everywhere else as well. Um, so anyway, that's what was going on in, um, the Danish royal household. We'll see when we talk about them again. They don't have anything right now on the calendar till like December 16th, which is in a week. Um, we'll see if anything actually happens then. Um, but with that, we are going to go ahead now and move on to the Dutch royal family. The Netherlands. In the Netherlands, uh, so aside from the events surrounding Amalia's 18th birthday, there was only one event. So again, just a reminder in case you skip the intro, which I don't blame you. Um, sometimes I would like to skip the intro too. Um, the, there is a special episode going up tomorrow, um, about Amalia's 18th birthday and just her in general. Um, so that is going up tomorrow. Um, but other than that, uh, today, so everything on Tuesday and Wednesday were really Amalia focused. Wednesday, there were no events because it was her actual birthday. Thursday was her, or Wednesday was her entry into the Council of State. And then we get to today, um, where Queen Maxima had an event this evening. Um, so she attended the performance, uh, the Christmas concert for, with more music in the classroom, um, which is an organization that she is, of course, super duper involved with. Um, and so that will be, that is another, like, recorded Christmas concert, so we don't have too much information other than she attended, um, and it includes children from all across the country, um, but that one will be, um, aired on December 15th on NPO, which is a Dutch public broadcast, um, station. So that is what was going on today in the Dutch Royal household. Not a whole lot to talk about there, um, but just a little, little something. Um, so that's what was going on in the Netherlands. So now we are going to move over to Norway. Norway. In Norway, um, basically everything on the calendar has had to do with uh, Crown Prince Akun's trip to the U.S. 
Um, I am very sad this was originally scheduled to be a Crown Prince Akun and Crown Princess Metamarit trip. Um, however, that is not what happened, and that's okay. Obviously, the pandemic changes a lot of things, um, so totally fine, just a little sad. Um, but today, well, okay, so for the past three days, um, he has been in New York and the and um, Washington, D.C. area. Um, so on Tuesday, he was on his second day of a visit to New York. So just a reminder, um, on his first day, he was visiting the UN um, and doing various things there. On Tuesday, um, he opened a new offshore wind energy office for Equinor, which is... Um, a Norwegian energy company that is actually like state owned. Um, so they have done a contract for three wind energy plants, I think, along the East Coast um, to really help bring that into the US um, mainstream life. Um, so that was his first event. Um, they have an office in Brooklyn that you could see the Statue of Liberty from, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, <laughs> So anyway, that's what he did first, and then he also visited the New York Stock Exchange, um, which is bizarre. Um, it, it was a very big focus on, like, green um, businesses that are public, so they, they, they've been IPO'd, um, so they are now public companies that are traded on the stock exchange. Um, like, that's, that was the focus, but it was just very mind-boggling to um, see the Crown Prince of Norway on the floor of the stock exchange. It's mind-boggling. Um, and then he also attended a seminar on Norwegian literature, which is like part of an ongoing se series of Norwegian literature abroad. Um, so that was kind of cool. So that was Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, um, he traveled from New York City to DC. He took a train. I'm not sure if he took an Amtrak or what he took, but I would assume probably Amtrak, because um, I like we don't have a lot of public train situations, um, and it's not a super far trip if you take Amtrak. So I would assume, but you know I could be wrong because there are a lot of that commute happens a lot, so there are a lot of different options for that um, commute situation. But I think it's mostly Amtrak. Um, so he tr did that, which like props to him for not taking a private jet to DC because that's silly. Um, it's like a, if you're from a smaller country, this might be a little like bizarre to, um, hear and think about, but like I live on the East coast ish. Um, technically I'm Midwest, but I'm closer to the East coast, um, I think I've said I live in Ohio, so I try and keep like the city I live in pretty secret, but it, I don't ever do that very well either. Um, but I live in Ohio and it takes, if I were to fly to California, which I've done, it's like a five hour, four hour, four and a half, like four to five hour trip. Um, which is mind boggling because I think I did this the other day from Spain to Sweden it takes an hour and a half so to fly or maybe it took three hours I think maybe it took three hours but still like it doesn't take long 
Um, and then I was looking up flights one time from like one in one part of Spain to another, and it was like a forty-five minute flight. I was like, well, okay. Um, <laughs> but like, it to fly from New York to DC is like a forty-five minute flight. Um, it's a couple hours on the train, so. But like. I'm not sure how much the Crown Prince of Norway can just hop on, you know, like, an express flight to D.C. Maybe he can. I don't know. I mean, we're not all that familiar with foreign royals in this country, but who knows? I'm sure he has a lot of security with him. Also, it's like a, a business trip. It's a trade mission, so it's a lot of people. Um, but anyway, so again, just props to them for taking a train. Um, so he, uh, he visited the embassy, uh, the Norwegian embassy in DC to launch a series dedicated to the Arctic winter. Um, he also met with the speaker of the house of representatives. Um, I'm not even going to talk about it. I, you don't want to hear me fangirl. Um, and then in the evening, he attended a Christmas tree lighting at Union Station, which is like the main uh, metro station, train station in the D.C. area. Um, it's the biggest one. It, it's massive. I, I think I've actually been in there. Maybe I haven't. Maybe I have. I don't remember. Anyway, it's large. Um, obviously, I've been there because I know it's big. Like, I, I've seen it. I've only been to D.C. once, and I was in middle school, so, um, I don't know too much, um, but he lit this tree, so that every, every year for the past 25 years, uh, Norway has donated Christmas trees to DC, um, as a thank you for the way the U.S. helped Norway in the Second World War, um, which I have so many questions about, but, like, the U.S. did house the crown princes at the time of Norway's family in the U.S., um, so, like, I've talked about this, but, like, that's a big part of King Harald's history is he was two when he left Norway and returned at, like, seven, um, and when he speaks English, he speaks like an American because he spent his, like, formative language years in the U.S. Um, and, like, no new Norwegian, obviously, but, like, did a lot of English speaking. Um, so he lit that tree. So that was on Wednesday. And then on Thursday, this was his final day of the visit. Um, so he... In the morning, attended a seminar at the, so attended another part of that uh, series at the Norwegian Embassy, um, focused this time on climate and business. Um, so it was attended, obviously, by Akun, but also the U.S. Climate Envoy, um, or the U.S. Special Special Envoy for Climate. I don't remember his title, but anyway, it's former Secretary of State John Kerry, um, as well as different representatives from Norwegian and U.S. companies. Um, so that was kind of cool. Um, but then in the afternoon, so this is his final piece of the agenda, um, <clears throat> he visited Arlington National Cemetery, which is in Arlington, Virginia, 
um, which is right outside of DC, um, where he laid a wreath at the tomb of the unknown soldier. So, um, this is pretty customary if you're in DC to, um, as a, like a foreign visitor to visit, um, Arlington and leave a wreath, um, to honor our unknown soldiers, um, and Arlington is like our national cemetery where a lot of former presidents are buried, um, Supreme Court justices, um, and as well as military, um, service men and women. So, um, he did that and laid his wreath at the Tomb of the Unknown, uh, which was really, really cool. Um, obviously for me as a, as a U.S. citizen, um, the Tomb of the Unknown is, um, it's a pretty big deal. And so, like, I don't know, there's just a, like, oh, yeah, kind of moment there. Um, his wreath was beautiful. And, uh, yeah. So, anyway, that's what was going on with his tour. So, now, um, like I said, that's all that was going on there. Um, there is the Nobel Peace Prize in Oslo tomorrow. Um, that presumably everyone will be at. At least that's the scheduled plan as of now. Um, but that will be in the special episode that goes up on Sunday. So, for now, let's go ahead and move over to the Spanish royal family. Spain. In Spain, so things were extremely quiet in the Spanish royal family this, for the past few days, um, because, and I don't know why I didn't think of this, other than it just doesn't fall on my radar because I don't live in Spain, um, but Spain's Constitution Day is December 6th, um, and this year was the 43rd anniversary of their Constitution. I'm not sure why they don't celebrate this as, like, their national day, other than maybe it's in December. Um, but also, like, Spain itself had existed. It just wasn't a kingdom yet. Um, but anyway... Needless to say, all of that is wonderful and special, and in two years we'll talk about it when it's the 45th anniversary, and I'm sure the royal family will be involved. But um, they always take a, like, the, the country goes on a, basically a holiday for five days um, surrounding the 6th because it's such an important day in um it's like a bank holiday. It's like a, a holiday for them. So Constitution Day is a big deal. So, the royal family, because they had no official events around Constitution Day, took a little break. They were off, just like everybody else was off. Um, so, they returned to work today. Um, so, this morning, King Felipe, well, this afternoon, I guess, King Felipe held a meeting with the president of Cyprus, who is on an official visit to Spain. 
Um, this was initially supposed to be, it was always an official visit. It was never a state visit. Um, but the first lady of Cyprus was also supposed to attend. Um, and it was going to be like an official lunch with the whole, like all four. So King Felipe, the president, Queen Letizia and the first lady. Um, however, the first lady's father sadly passed away, um, over the weekend. And so the, her participation was canceled, and so Queen Letizia did not participate in the lunch, but King Felipe and the president did still have a lunch um, after their meeting today, so that was very nice. Um, and then also today, Queen Letizia attended an event with UNICEF Spain celebrating their 75th anniversary, which is actually on Saturday, um, but obviously, like, of course, it's being held today, um, not on a Saturday. But the um, the focus of the event was the well-being, oh gosh, this is funny, the well-being of children in a post-COVID era. Because in theory, when they planned this event, we were going to be in a post-COVID-ish world. Like, things were really trending that way. I think that's what makes this time around so hard, is like things were trending in a good way to be post-COVID soon. And, and now they're just not. Um, and that's just very, very sad. So anyway, um, she opened the event with a speech. Um, it was longer than three minutes, which I'm very thankful for. She had to use her phone, though, which I think is fun. Um, I also just love that she writes her speeches on her phone because that's definitely what I would do. Well, I would probably put them on an iPad and then read them from my phone, which is maybe what she does. <laughs> but, like, I just love it. I think it's fun. Um, so that is what she was up to. And then they both have an event tomorrow. Um, and we'll see what their next week looks like so supposedly queen letizia is going to senegal uh we'll see if that actually happens covid is a real thing right now um, but anyway uh that's what was going on in spain so now we are going to move over to sweden sweden In Sweden, things were slightly, bu slightly busy, not like a lot busy, but slightly. Um, so anyway, um, we will get started. So first we're going to cover the uh, trip to Paris that Crown Princess Victoria did um, over the 5th, the 6th, and the 7th because the Swedish royal household just like did not update in a timely manner for these. Um, so on day one, which we did already talk about, but just a refresher. So this is the fifth, which is Sunday. Um, she visited the Swedish Institute in Paris to mark their 50th anniversary. On day two, um, she opened the business summit, uh, the French Swedish business summit focused on the environment. Um, and then in the evening, she opened and visited an exhibit at the Swedish Institute called Pioneer the Impossible, which shows Swedish examples of sustainable development. Um, so again, a very environmental, climate 
focused kind of day. Um, and then on day three, which was the final day, uh, Crown Princess Victoria visited the uh, Notre Dame Cathedral, which is in the process of being rebuilt from the fire in April 2019, which like, when I saw the photo, I went, oh yeah, didn't like the cathedral catch on fire at some point? And then I remembered that I saw it in a TV show, which I did. Um, if you ever watched Scandal, which was a Shonda Rhimes show, um, like one of their things was Notre Dame is on fire. Um, and I was like, well, maybe I'm making up the fact that the actual thing burnt, but no, it did. Um, so it is under construction and being rebuilt from the 2019 fire. Um, also can we believe that that was only less than three years ago and somehow I have forgotten that like a very important piece of history caught on fire. Because so much has happened in the past two years since. Um, so anyway, that was really nice. Um, and then she also visited the Swedish dorm in Paris, which is a center that provides housing for students and researchers who are studying or working in the, in the city. Um, so that was her trip in a nutshell. Um, they really didn't elaborate on a lot of things, like... I took out some filler, but, like, there was not much more information than that on the Swedish Royal House's website or Facebook page. Um, so, you know, such is life. Um, and then we get to Tuesday. So, on Tuesday morning, King Carl Gustav received new ambassadors from Tanzania, Zimbabwe, Bolivia, and Canada um, at the Royal Palace. He must not have any orders from any of these countries because he was just wearing his Swedish order over and over again. So, you know, that was interesting. Um, he also presented the Prince Eugene, Eugene Medal, um, which is an award given out for outstanding artistic activity um, on behalf of the Swedish royal family. And then in the afternoon, um, he met, he had an audience with the Swedish prime minister, um, which I believe is their first, like, one-on-one -on -one audience since, um, Prime Minister An Anderson took her office, um, like, since she became Prime Minister last week. Um, so that's really cool. Also, when I saw the picture, I, had, it's not that I had really forgotten, I just haven't committed to memory, um, what Magdalena er uh, Anderson looks like yet um and so when I saw it I was like oh he just met with some like governor of a of a county um but no no he met with the prime minister apparently it takes me a second to get used to Sweden having a female prime minister um also they have had the <laughs> same prime minister for as long as I've been doing this podcast so I don't know I got used to him, um, but I'm very excited for the new one. Um, so that was Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, King Carl Gustav presented um, research scholarships um, for, so it was the uh, King Carl Gustav 50th anniversary scholarship for science, technology, and the environment. Um, so he delivered the 2020 and 2021 scholarships in person. Um, I think the 2021s had been like 
sent like you had they had the money of the scholarship but this was their like recognition um because last year's event was canceled because covid um also i haven't figured out what the swedish restrictions are but i think for the first time in this pandemic sweden has covid restrictions because they have a new government which is an interesting i mean i guess being from the u.s like we had that same situation like our government changed halfway through the pandemic and we now have restrictions that are a little more intense um but it's going to be an interesting thing to watch sweden experience some new restrictions um so anyway that's what was going on on wednesday um there was an event for the nobel prize that was held on Wednesday, so it was an annual concert, but we'll talk about that in the Nobel Prize special episode that is going up. Um, that episode will be up on Sunday, so I'm recording it on Saturday. Um, so stay tuned, and that will cover both the events in Oslo for the Nobel Peace, Peace Prize, which are happening for sure, and then the event in Stockholm, which I'm not sure how it's happening, um, because the, the ceremony is not taking place completely in person. Um, so I'm unsure how the royal family is going to participate, but they are listed to participate somehow. Um, so we'll see what that looks like. And then today, um, Prince Daniel attended a meeting with Albright, which is an organization focused on representation, um, that trains and supports business leaders and employees to be, um, just good, ethical, good companies. So that, oh boy, that is it. Um, it was a lot, I know. Um, it's hard to cover five days or four days, whatever it was. Um, but things happen. So that is what was going on today in, um, all of our countries. And so with that, I am going to end this episode and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Bye.